Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Well, impressive uh, weekend of Super Rugby, wasn't it? Uh, beginning on uh, Friday night uh, with the Hurricanes uh, knocking over the Waratahs uh, 34-17. The Chiefs are uh, too good for the Rebels, a depleted Chiefs side, because uh, they left out uh, all the superstars. Sure about the crowd size, uh, I looked at it and I thought, it's probably okay actually, uh, 44-25, I thought a lot of people might sort of turn their back on it, maybe the fact that there are a lot of uh, people who uh, actually support the jersey as opposed to the players, uh, nice feel that, if that is the case, um, and um, uh, happy to be patient, uh, waiting for those uh, All Blacks to come back later on in the season, but not a good look, I still we talked about it in the, the Boozer actually over the weekend, I mean, why... Why not put your best players in front of your home fans? Mm. 34-28, the Crusaders to beat the Blues. 34-28, Crusaders beating the Blues. Um, that was uh, the game of the weekend. I think the one that everyone was looking forward to. Didn't uh, disappoint. Uh, Highlanders 43-35. Brumby 62 gave Moana Pacifica uh, a bit of a taste and a touch-up, didn't they? 62-36. Uh, and then the Fijian Drua, who t- simply won't go away this year. They are some side, don't worry about that. And uh, they almost came back and got the job done against the Reds, just missing out 27-24. So plenty to talk about with uh, Sky Television's Jeff McTainch. Jeff, good morning to you. Morning, Smithy. How are you? Oh, I'm really good, man. Uh, you were busy over the weekend. I uh, hope you got time to have a look at uh, some of these other games that you weren't actually working on, but... Um, interesting, uh-huh. Hurricanes 34, Hurricanes 34, uh, Waratah 17, Hurricanes with Artie back, just a, t- a little bit too good. Yeah, mate, totally different side, and I think, um, you know, that showed they, they missed them the other week um, when Artie was, uh, had his suspension, and, and he just came back, and he was, he was uh, you know, he was all over them, so I think in the end he was the difference. Um, I'm continued to be impressed by Geordie Barrett, I think, um, you know, he, he, he's continuing to grow into that role in the midfield. And I think in a year when um, you know, the All Blacks probably have the cards against them somewhat with the way that uh, the likes of Ireland and, and France are playing in the north, um, when you look at a guy like that, the way he's he's leading, not, not, not just the way he's playing, but I think the, the composure he's showing as a young man, I think he's really growing into his game and... And I think, you know, that's not just encouraging for the Hurricanes, but that's that's certainly encouraging for the All Blacks in, a, in, a, in what is a World Cup year. But, uh, no, you're right. I think Kenny Naholo, um came on two tries. Uh, you know, he was he was outstanding as well. Obviously, his brother has pedigree. Um, the, the family do. But um, it, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting environment, isn't it, Smithy? You know, you, you, you throw a guy... I mean, he was at the, he was at the Crusaders, Kenny, um, and, and then he... He transfers to the Hurricanes, and and all of a sudden, uh, you know, he's he's playing that kind of rugby with that freedom um, that we have seen before. I mean, you've seen him a lot at, at Hawks Bay. You know, you know, you know the the, the pedigree he has. So um, I think uh, it, it just needed to be transferred to the right environment. And, and as I say, alluding to guys like Geordie Barrett, when you when you're around guys like that, um, you, you get the best out of them. So. 
Uh, interesting start to the Hurricanes for, for the season. A mixed old bag, but having Artie back was huge. Um, and, and look, you know, short of him being, to, to be honest, player of the season again. So, no, good one for them. So, uh, just before we let the Hurricanes go, um, 9 and 10, Roy Gard and Cameron coming together in a promising fashion for you? Yeah, they are. Look, I think they'll, they'll get a lot back um, with with TJ uh, down down the stretch. Um, but, but I think Roy Gard, again, in the same fashion with, with Kenny, he's, he's, he's been given a licence. Um, you know, he's played well for counties and he's come in and, and um, he, he's, he's doing well. Brett, Brett's come back. I mean, he had a bit, bit of time overseas. Um, and there's another player who is probably being told, look, you know, you, you were good enough to make the All Blacks. You played this match, so let's get back to playing, you know, the footy you enjoy. And he's, um, I, I think he's starting to control the game well. Bear in mind, too, I mean, when you're playing inside a guy like Jordy Barrett, that certainly helps. So um, they, I think they're going well as a combo. But as I say, once TJ comes back into the fold, that'll just add another gear to, um, to the game. OK, let's uh, head down to uh, Hamilton where... The Chiefs uh, comfortably beat the Rebels. I think that was predictable that they were, they were going to win there. Uh, a little disappointed that they rested um, uh, some of their superstars in front of their home fans, but uh, I guess Clayton McMillan thinks uh, down the track is more important. Uh, Sean Stevenson, how hot How hot start to the season for him? Oh, he's been amazing. He's been outstanding. And I, I think that's another example of a guy who has been... Um, he's been building nicely for some time. You know, he, he, it's not... Um, <clears throat> It's not, you know, it's not the first we've seen of Sean Stevenson in this kind of form, and I think um, it all bodes well for you know, the international calendar as well. I think if you're going to pick someone and um, Will Jordan's not right, um, I think the All Blacks have to roll the dice a little bit this year, mate. Like, and, and you might agree, you might not on, on some on some of the selections, but I think when you know, you're not the favourite going into a Rugby World Cup. You kind of have to go, well, let's let's roll the dice. Let's give a guy a go because I think Sean Stevenson is not just rolling the dice. He's earned the right to play for the All Blacks. And I think the way he's playing at the moment, I'd have him right in there. Um, and, and so, um, yeah, he continues to impress with the Chiefs. I mean, the Rebels, um, you know, perhaps didn't offer... The, the sort of opposition uh, in terms of defence that you would have wanted. But, um, you know, there are Wallabies throughout that that uh, that rebel side as well, and you look at lots of Reese Hodge and and Co. So you know, I think um, the way that they played, uh, although as you say, they rested stars. Clayton's um, picking and choosing his his, uh, his matches to, to to do that, and I think um, they played really well. But no, I think Sean Stevenson um, expect to see him in a black shirt later on in the year. Uh, just um, uh, you, you uh, mixing the right circles, Jeff. Uh, what's the latest on Will Jordan? Have you heard much coming out of the Crusaders? I haven't heard uh, anything lately, but as far as I'm aware, he's still sort of. I think it's still a week by week kind of scenario with him. But um, you hope that you know he's back soon. I, I don't think he is the kind of player that will take long to. Um, to hit his stride again, um, but as I say, it's not something you want to um, you want to take sort of second chances on. So yeah, I think they just have to give it all the time that they can. Right. Okay. Let's get to the one that I think we were all looking forward to with. Uh uh, a bit of relish at the weekend, and that was the Blues uh, Crusaders. Uh, Crusaders, a lot of players out, including Will Jordan, of course. 
uh, Blues on their home patch, uh, looking to turn around what happened last year in the grand final. Couldn't do it again. The Crusaders just too tough, 34-28. No, that was a, that was a heck, heck of a game of footy. Like, I, um, I really enjoyed that. We were down in Invercargo. It was the first night we came down here for the, for the Highlanders game, and... Um, we were watching them in the bar, and I thought, yeah, it was just an outstanding spectacle. Great night in Auckland, good crowd at Eden Park. Look, to me, and I said it after the game, I, I, I was just in awe of, of the way that Sam Whitelock continues to get better. You know, the guy's played 100-and-odd, 40-odd test matches, and I just think he, he he looks like a guy who's 20 years of age that's just come out of... <laughs> of, of of varsity, or you know, he's just just made his NPC debut. The the way he, the way he goes, uh, the full eighty, the way he gets himself uh, in position to to steal ball and and, and put his rig around the park and get into the dark places. I'm just, um, I think every every young person that's playing rugby can look to to someone like Sam Whitelock and be inspired because it's just amazing what he does. Um, so in the end, I think probably the Blues. You know, and Leon McDonald alluded to it at the end. They, they probably left a couple of tries out there where, you know, just a little bit of patience, um, holding the ball a bit more um, and exercising a bit of composure probably probably would have steered them across the line. But in the end, as I say, just the, the dogged nature of the Crusaders and, and able to um, get players to the to, to the breakdown on on mass uh, and um, and turn ball over has I think been one of their strengths and I think you've seen it across the competition a lot of play, a lot of teams are playing with a high tempo of attack but probably at times just not um, not committing enough numbers uh, in, in support to clean and 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 they're being exposed um, and that's one it's always been one of the strengths of the Crusaders they've always been very very good of timing that timing that attack of uh, of the breakdown and pinching ball so I was very impressed. Um, I thought Richie Maunga had a really good game for the Crusaders as well. Um, Bowden Barrett, uh, you know, he, he continues to um, he continues to kick a lot of ball, and I'm just not too sure at the moment. Um, this isn't anything against Bowden Barrett the way he's playing, but I just wonder whether the, the Blues attacks in two minds on occasion as to how they want to how they want to play. And um, the Crusaders will do that too. Obviously, they always keep you in two minds the way they do things. I thought Roger Tuivasa Vasishek continues to grow. had one of his better games too. He's he's um, another player who I, I just think has got a bit more licence at the moment. Um, that try he scored was sort of um, a la uh, RTS when he was playing for the Warriors, bit of league fashion, the way he ran inside the 22. So um, encouraging signs. Mark Delia continues to impress. Caleb Clark had a good game. Um, hell of a battle. And I, I think um, when, when you look at it, it could be a... Um, it could throw down the track to what we might see later on down in the playoffs and maybe the final. Twelve months ago, a lot of people were talking about Lester Fanganuku and uh, they were thinking uh, he could have uh, quite a strong all-black career. It hasn't come to pass just yet, but um, every indication that he hasn't given that idea away on that performance the other night. Oh, he was very good. He was very good. He was outstanding um, to score, you know, to score three tries and um, and and play the way he did. I mean, it's a couple of those tries were were sort of on the end of the chain, but um, he's one of those guys, that you know, not not only can he finish, but he, he draws defenders. So he's always a threat. He can play multiple positions. Um, and uh, and you're right, you know, he's he's had big raps on him for a long time. I, I think what can happen on occasion with young players is they 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 ascend to the great heights and uh, and play for the All Blacks, and then. 
Um, yeah, maybe they have what they call the second year syndrome or what have you. But I think um, he's a kind of player that uh, will have bottled all of that learning. And and uh, and I think what we're starting to see now, again, kind of like players like Brett Cameron and others that I've spoken about that have had those experiences. You play a little bit more rugby, you have a bit more of a life experience, and you kind of come back and go, well, "What is it that I enjoy about the game? Why am I playing the game?" And you start relaxing and and getting back into the to the form that um, that saw you rise. So I think we're starting to see that with with Leicester. He's in a great environment, and um, and certainly he'll be encouraged to, to play his natural game by by Scott Robinson. So um, not great to see him score a few, and and um, he certainly went a long way to to, to handing the Crusaders the win. Jeff, it's not very often you uh, would assume that uh, Ian Foster and Scott Robertson are on the same wavelength and agree on too much at all, to be perfectly honest. But I think uh, they would uh, be very, very mutual in their their gratitude that Ethan Blackhead is back. Well, 100%, absolutely. And I'm just pleased to see him back playing footy because I know he's had his issues with injury and, and whatnot. And he's the kind of guy that... The All Blacks need, you know, he's he's a, he's a different kind of loose forward. You know, we've got we've got ball playing loose forwards, we've got loose forwards that can carry. Um, I think Ethan he he brings, um, and I, I hate saying this, but he's kind of the old school kind of guy that you need there, the grafter. He makes a hell of a lot of tackles. He doesn't mind doing the dirty stuff, um, and, and he he can do all that stuff I did as well. He can carry, he can play with the ball. Um, but he has got an engine and he's the kind of guy that I think when you're coming up against the Northern Hemisphere sides later on this year that you want in your team because um, he, he, he will go to war, he will hit the front line, he he never takes a backward step and he'll, he'll play till he's injured. That's the kind of guy he is. So um, great to see him back and, um, and, and, you know, not only that, great to see him back playing some good rugby. Um, Jeff, uh, you called the one uh, in, in the Cargill, as you said. Highlanders, 43 35 over the force. Uh, they got their win, but the force didn't go away. No, it was a, it's been a good weekend in Avicago. Um It was great to see Super Rugby back at Rugby Park for the first time in four odd years. A good crowd came out. Um, the weather closed in somewhat, but in the end, I, I think, you know, despite the fact that 11 tries were scored, the um, yeah, I think Billy Harmon said it best at the end. He was questioned as to whether you know he was upset that they leaked a couple of tries in the last few minutes, and he said, "Well, we just got the win, and that was all they needed to do in the end just to, to, to get a win." Um, they lost Cannon Frizzell before the warm-up was completed, which was um, just devastating. I mean, they've already lost 15, 14 odd players. Fabian Holland and Andrew Makaleo left the field during the game. I mean, their locking department is has been absolute. I mean, Tom Donnelly's probably going to come back and play lock, let's be honest. I mean, they've lost so many players. It wouldn't surprise me. Ben Smith's probably going to get the boots on uh, and play again. So uh, just the, the fact that, you know, they've lost, you know, half of their squad, really, um, and to come out and, and put a performance on against a, a four side that, uh, that does contain a few wallabies, I thought was... Um, was good for them, you know, and, and they'll build from here. They've got the drill next week uh, at Forsyth Bar Stadium in Dunedin. So um, the only way really is, I think I said at the start of the game, the only way for the Highlanders is up. They blooded a few new players. Um, Cam Miller, uh, albeit they only got a couple of minutes, came on. Ollie Haig and, um, and Finn Hurley as well. So, look, not all is lost for the Highlanders. I mean, they had a tough start to the season. Blues, Crusaders, Chiefs. Um, they've got one on the board. They've got an opportunity next weekend against a fairly unpredictable Druid side at home uh, in Dunedin. So, 
you know what it's like, Smitty. It's just a momentum game. You start you start winning, becomes a habit. Um, they'll start getting players back through the course of the season as well. Um, so, um, you know, and I was impressed too. I mean, like Aaron Smith, there's been a lot of pressure placed on his shoulders um, to, to sort of turn this team around. But the, the way some of the sort of more experienced heads in the team played last last uh, yesterday afternoon, I was, I was impressed. You Renton had a good game. I thought Sam Gilbert stood up. Jonah Lowe, he's come come down with big rats on him. He played well. Borgato played well on the wing too um, and actually showed his ability to, to carry and um, and get to good areas of the park as well, not just, not just the finishing wing. So I was very impressed. Um, and just finally, of course, uh, being down in the deep south with Wilson and Marshall, um, and, Joe, and 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 Wheeler, I would imagine you you didn't even have to put your hand in your pocket down there. Well, to be fair, uh, Marshy was uh, Marshy headed back to Queenstown, so he was an early he was an early scratching. Uh, Joey Wheeler headed back to Dunedin, so he was an early scratching. Um, so in the end, it was just a wee bit of the crew, uh, and well, Gold, Goldie though did turn up. Goldie turned up a bit later on in the piece and had a had a cold one, so. Um, it was all. It was all in the end fairly tame, to be fair. But I do. I do. I do have to say a big shout out to the um, to the food vendors at uh, Rugby Park because uh, the blue collared buns were Smithy were absolutely outstanding. It was the best fish I've had in, in years. It was oh. unbelievable. So big big credit to them. It was outstanding. My God, South Island blue cod! Now you've got me. Fo- now you've got me focused. Uh, Jeff M- Jeff McTainch, uh, wonderful, uh, wonderful review of the weekend, uh, mate. Appreciate it. Uh, carry on the great work you're doing. Thank you. Cheers, buddy. Thanks, mate.